What's Swingin' Nation? Welcome back to the Steel Mace Nation podcast. I am your host, Fred Moore. Today, my guest is Bill and Steph Sorson out of Minnesota. They just released an ebook, How to Make, How to Build Your Own Gata, which we get into it. They explain why, uh, but real brief, it is, it is a worthwhile purchase because Usually when people make their own goddess, they have to go through this learning curve. And uh, because of that, they make like a bad gata. It breaks, something's wrong with it. <clears throat> and it takes them a bunch of tries to actually figure it out. And they wrote this book because they went through the experience themselves. And they're able to share all their knowledge, the pitfalls and everything. And they have it so that you could make your own gata and get the first one done correct and per working perfect. So uh, tune into that, uh, see what they have to say about it. It's a really good uh, podcast with those two. They have really good form. They swing gatas and clubs and they do kettlebells and stuff. So we talk about training. There's some uh, good tips in there that if you're into swinging mace, you want to hear about how to like, you know, progress and get heavier if you want to compete or uh, if you just want to use it for th uh, therapeutic reasons and the like. Before we get to the podcast, we got to get out the names of the sponsors. That's Adex Mason Clubs. Go to adexclub.com. Use the discount code SMN2020. You get a discount. How cool is that? Also, Make sure you check out macefit.com. Frank DeMeo out of Sarasota, Florida runs Macefit. It's rock solid programming that you can use. You could get a certification. You could teach it to other people. And Frank is offering a deal. If you mention the podcast, just contact them. Just say hello, Frank. Fred over at Steel Mace Nation sent me. I want to get your certification and I want to get the deal. He'll hook you up with free coaching calls. Why is that important? Because the guy is awesome to talk to, point blank. He also has some books out there, so check those out too. Also, check out Vintage Strength Training. Vintage Strength Training and the subset Vintage Strength Games, they go hand in hand. You want to get into more kettlebells, more maze stuff, clubs, go to VintageStrengthTraining.com. Also, check out Graziella Coffee Company. My man Tony Ponte is over in Brooklyn right now, and he's roasting some fresh coffee beans. And his coffee is damn good. I drink it every day. If you use the discount code MACENATION15, you get 15% off. He'll mail you a bag of beans, and you're going to love them. Also, speaking of caffeine, if you're looking for a pre-workout that's not going to bloat you, not going to give you nasty coffee breath or anything like that, go for Ongo Energy. Ongo Energy is in a pump spray. Three sprays in your mouth, and you are lit. Do not combine it with other caffeine products, such as coffee, unless you're crazy like me. Then go ahead and do so. Uh, who else do we, we have to uh, mention before we go? Oh, I'd like to give a special special uh, special shout out to my man Rick Brown, who has an online course for Swinging Mace. I went through it, and uh, I have to say, it is worth it, even if you've been swinging for a while and you know what you're doing. 
it's great because he has these little uh, cues and tips that are helpful. So do check out the Rick Brown program. Uh, just hit him up on Instagram. He's Mr. Mace Man. How easy is that? Go to Mr. Mace Man on Instagram and say, yo, man, I want that certification that Fred was talking about. Also, I uh, just want to say to everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. You've been great. I love all my viewers and listeners. And without you, I wouldn't have this show. Make sure if you haven't subscribed, you do subscribe. Give me a five-star rating. Come on. I'm working hard over here. One year into the podcast, and we're almost up to 80 shows. How ridiculous is that? I didn't even think I was going to get past 20. So, look, we're flying. Go to steelmacenation.com. I got a certification on there. It's really cool. I put together a certification for somebody who wants to bring up their uh, knowledge base of steel mace. You know, if you've never done steel mace before, you could jump on the certification program and you could pretty much get the whole gambit of what's out there. And then you can utilize it for yourself or use it in your coaching of other people. Because the steel mace is going to continue to get more and more popular as time goes on and they're going to be looking for coaches and where are you going to find them you got to make yourself one and you got to get on this game all right everybody let's get to the podcast i appreciate you All right. Welcome to the show, Bill and Steph Sorensen. How are you today? Thanks for coming on. Doing great. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. This is yeah. fun. Yeah, definitely fun. Uh, I know it's uh, very early for you, too. Uh, <laughs> Central Not Time, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we got that figured out. Um, I'm really excited to actually have the both of you come on because I have been watching your Instagram videos for a while, and you do have a very nice reputation out there. I've heard your names mentioned time and time again. Um, you're making goddess for people and uh, you're just solid people and you, you just, you're known for being really good people. And, and I, I think that's great. And I just uh, always want to do a podcast, <clears throat> excuse me. And I was never really sure what to exactly talk about other than, hey, let's talk about Mace and Goddess and stuff. But now you have some <laughs> exciting news that you have this ebook coming out, or it's out actually. And when I heard that, I was like, ah, this is excellent. This is excellent. <laughs> and I just saw a uh, post from Rick Brown that he picked up your ebook yeah. and he's all pumped about it and everything like that. So, um, yeah, you guys make your own Maces, uh, actually Goddess. And, um, which is a skill. I know that because I've known people <laughs> to make them and they've described all the problems that they've had. Uh, there's issues and stuff and there's a big learning curve. And I think <laughs> what you two have just done is help people out with that learning curve. If, am I correct about that? Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much. It's, um, it's been a, a kind of a love of ours to create tools that we use to work out. And, and a couple of years ago, just over a couple of years ago, we created our first goddess. And uh, I think the first one went pretty good, but then we had a series that was pretty tough. Lots of cracks, lots of 
problem. So we put together this ebook uh, actually about a month ago, and then just launched it uh, a couple days ago. And, and so it's a it's really a how to. What do you look for? Uh, and we kind of think everybody should at least make one. You know, yes. No matter what, you should just make one. Absolutely. It, the funny thing is, the first one we made was Pinky, and it was thirty pounds. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> like we we're such, we we're such newbies. Yeah, <laughs> didn't know how much concrete weighs. You know? Oh, you and, didn't uh, even know what it was going to weigh when you were done no. with it. No, no, no. We just we got a mold and a mold and a pole, and uh, uh, I think Steph was out of town, and I thought I'd surprise her, and so I made a couple, maybe two or three of them. But Pinky, they it's a uh, 30-pound ecosahedron. I think it's about 48 inches long. Um, and we still use Pinky today, but uh, it was a brute, you know, for the first It took one. me about a year to swing that one. Yeah. <laughs> really? You had to work up to being able to actually handle it, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a surprise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been great. And we probably have a, just over a couple hundred under our belt uh, as far as making them. And, um, a lot of people start with something that's even as light as five, ten pounds. Swing that for a while, and then uh, and then move up in size. Yeah. So you, when you make a mace agata heavier, um, yep. are you just increasing the size of the ball, or are you well, adding metal to it or something? Yeah. There's a couple ways. Uh, typically, you'd increase the size. Concrete weighs about uh, twenty pounds per gallon. So you can pick up a gallon, uh, even plastic jug or protein powder jug, and then you've got an idea about what you're going to get weight-wise. Uh, over the last um, six months or so, we've started adding a lead shot to the inside of the gata. So now we can get them up to significantly heavier. I think we've got a 47. <laughs> Uh, 47 pound gata that uh, we periodically swing. I periodically swing. Steph's working on that. Wow. <laughs> There's a video of you on your Instagram swinging that? Yeah, I think there is. Okay. The 47 is, um, is an orange ecosahedron, um, uh, about 50, 52 inches long. So it swings, it's a little wild. Yeah. It takes it takes a long time for it. It's a long circle. It's <laughs> yeah. not going anywhere. It's so for funny. Long. Yeah, it's so funny the, the We named it Blaze. Yeah. The four <laughs> inches between, you know, forty eight and fifty two doesn't seem like much, but man, it puts it out there. It's yeah. actually kinda nice when they're a little bit longer because they can clear your backside. Yeah. Yes, right. You don't yeah. get, you, you don't get the butt slam from it, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Those little bruises, right? Exactly. Every once in a while, you you'll hear anybody swinging a gata as it sweeps back behind you. You hear a little. You, you hear know, the scrape. Yes, right. <laughs> That's just to let you know, just to keep you on your toes a little bit. That's all. Exactly. It's not bad. Right. A little reminder. Keeping deal. you in line. Yeah. <laughs> so now, is there a? Um, an issue though um maybe you cover this in the book and and you know you, you could just let people read it but um is there an issue with adding lead shot that there's something that has to be done or anything because it, somebody yeah. told me that they added metal but the whole thing ended up falling apart it wasn't it it became like a it became like a cavity or a weak like point like a hole yes yeah. yeah for sure so 
uh, we pour, when we're adding uh, lead or steel, we pour the bottom first, uh, just pure concrete. So that's where the pins kind of cross and hold that piece in. And then we mix the steel in or lead in with the next uh, section. It's all in one pour, but then that section ends up above that so it doesn't weaken it. But yeah, that's a really good point. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. And you guys cover that in the book? We actually don't cover that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We that's, a have, good, that's a good follow-on. Yes, is. right, right. Yeah. Right, but yeah. Another, so way to, another way to do that is to leave the container on. So yeah. like, like the orange one is a plastic, kind of plastic container, and we just left that on. So yeah. that works too. That, that's, more, that's safe. Yeah, okay. That works pretty well. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. So uh, it sounds like you cover all the, the basics that somebody needs yeah. to know to, um, to build their Handles first gun. Handles are a big deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, yeah. Um, you know, we started with bamboo that you can find, you know, maybe at Amazon or something like that. And then most of those cracked yeah. uh, either over time or over the winter. Uh, we switched to kind of the garden poles, the shovel poles, the uh, post hole digger poles. And then uh, about uh, six, seven months ago, I found, a, or we found a solid bamboo source. So now all our gattas, um, and we cover this in the book, all our gattas are solid bamboo uh, and where to get that and those kinds of things. Oh. So it's been a huge, Good. huge difference. These are... I mean, these are monstrous weapons now. There's no, <laughs> no, no cracks. There's no nothing. It's just this big piece of solid bamboo. So that's been really cool. That, that's a really good point that, you know, um, you can't look o over the, the simple finer details here. I, I was swinging a gata that somebody made that was 18 pounds and had a, a bamboo handle. And it was a pretty, I was amazed at how thin the handle was. And it was pretty whippy. Yeah. And I loved swinging that thing. The organic feel and the whippiness of it was a whole other experience. But the first thing I thought about was how long is this really going to last for? And you really need good quality bamboo. I mean, you can't just grab any old piece of bamboo because otherwise it will crack after a while. And then you're, then what do you have? You can't even really fix it. You got to start all over again. So that's a really good point. You need good quality because these things are being swung maybe a million times in your lifetime, right? So, right. I mean, they, they got to be able to handle all that uh, from... We've kind of been able to test it up here in Minnesota. We've had them out in the winter now. Yeah. So, like last winter since we found the bamboo, the solid bamboo, and um, we've had no problems yet. So, so far, so good. Yeah, it's been good. It and feels really nice, the solid compared to the hollow. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. We mm -hmm. and we do have a lot, and we do make a lot for people that uh, that are just kind of that garden pole, uh, you know. So it's the it's one of the Home Depot poles or Lowe's poles that you might get, and and those work really really well too. A little bit different feel, but yeah, um, yeah I love the solid wood poles. They're nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's been fun. Steph, I see uh, on your Instagram, you, you know, you're. I mean, you're both pretty much doing the same thing. I know. Bill, you're doing a lot of Indian clubs and stuff, but Steph, I was just looking last night. You were doing some some solid steel mace work. You had uh, a steel mace from one of the uh, Chinese manufacturers. Um, what can you 
share about the difference of steel mace, something like that type, compared to uh, a gata with a bamboo or a wooden handle? Yeah, I found the difference with um, the steel mace, you can do flow. Um, I'm certified in steel mace flow as well. And um, you can flow with a gata, but you've got to have it very, very, very light. Um, because it's harder on your elbows and your joints, your tendons, et cetera, to try to flow with a gata. Um, so steel mace, it's shorter. Um, and it just has a different feel when you swing it 360, especially. Uh, the gata has, it's longer. The wood feels different in your hands. It feels more of an extension of the body. I love that about the gata. And it has a nice, um, I want to say pull, like a, a decompressive feel. So that's what I especially love about the gata. When you stay right around a therapeutic weight, maybe 15 pounds, it's really, really therapeutic. And then you can go as heavy. You know, you can definitely go heavier with the gata, and that will get you stronger for the steel mace is what I found. Yeah, Steph just did a month of uh, swinging the 29-pound gata, one of the ones we've got. Um, and that one was the 25. 25, yeah. excuse me. And then testing the 37 pound gata at the end of the month for how many times she can swing it. And then the interesting thing was the next day she did the uh, 40 pound 8X and really was able to swing that well um, after all that work with the 25 pound uh, gata. So it's kind of a nice transition. Did you say 40, four zero? Yeah. Wow, so this is interesting. Because um, I love the attics, as you can see in the video here, I have them right behind me. But um, I, I've, I went to the vintage strength games and I competed. And I, I mean, I just thought it was great. But the training up to the weight you want to do is always uh, what I like to pick people's brains about. So it sounds like, Steph, what you came up with here is an interesting way to train to move mm -hmm. up in weight with using goddess but translates over to using an adex very much so and 40 um, is a lot of weight too that's 40 <laughs> is wow that is that is. is impressive you are <laughs> my hat's Thank off you to you so much. i appreciate that um so what i did was i took a 25 pound gata and i committed to 100 swings a day and kind of how i came up with this is about a year ago i had a um, 20 pound gata and I swung it every day. My goal was to swing 360 and 10 and 2 really well. And that was my initial goal when we got certified by Rick. Um, so I practiced and I got my reps in every day. And so probably six months down the line, I just picked up the 30-pound ADEX and swung it really well. But I hadn't picked up a 30-pound gata ever. Or, you know, that I've never picked a 30-pound up before, but I was able to swing it for reps. And I was stunned by that. Um, yeah. you do have to be careful as you know, with your tendons and everything and, you know, listen to your body. But so long story short, what I did was I took my 25 pound gata. Um, it's the first time we had a 25 pounder. So I was actually excited to try this out. So I swung at hundred reps a day. I did listen to my body rested if I needed to, you know, if my joints were kind of achy or whatever. Um, I'm no little spring chicken, but, um, but I did hundred reps a day and some days I did it four sets of 25. Some days I would grease the groove, maybe do 10 reps throughout the day. 
you know, for 10 sets, but I always got my 100 reps in. But having said that, I took the 37 pound gata, which was my goal. And I have a progression um, that I, I came up with, um, learned from others too, but like goblet squat with it, uh, pendulum with it, um, lunges, carries, deadlifts, um, you know, just greasing the groove with the larger one and holding it in the rack. Um, I have a whole progression out there on that one. I have a video. But anyway, so greasing the groove every day. So I didn't do all the progressions daily, but I would pick one. Um, and then I would either add that into my workouts or um, right after I would swing the 25, I would pick up the 37 and maybe do some goblet squats with it or the pendulums. Um, or just hangs in the back here, in the back position. Um, so by greasing the groove and getting the reps in with the lighter one, I was able to increase my strength for the larger one, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a interesting thing, and we love the addicts too. I, we've got a couple of them, and, and man, you know, you get so comfortable with that. Um, so that's really, really cool. But the transfer between the gata and the addicts was, almost a little bit of a surprise uh, this, last, this last few days, actually. The, the, after that, the attic swung like butter. It was just so smooth. Yeah, I was surprised when you said it. That's why I honed in on it. Um, I, you know, because when I went down to Miami in February, I was picking Don's brain over at Addicts. I was like, you know, what's a good way to train? And, he, you know, of course, you know, he had very sensible – programming and it works it works it's it's great mm -hmm. um but it's using the addicts like you you sure. train on the tool that you're going to compete with it makes mm -hmm. sense like totally that's sense. What, right um and then here you're talking about using really like something that's a, got a totally different feel it's got a totally different feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, the, my limited experience with swinging the gata like I said I was swinging at 18 pounder is yeah it's like it's softer it's easy going um it almost wants to make you relaxed more and then the thing with the addicts especially when you're in competition mode is it's just like a big solid metal bar and it's mean <laughs> black and just and, hang on yeah just hang on and and it's unforgiving especially when you're competing every time you have a bad rep it it takes, <laughs> it takes a chip out of you and, and you're like, ooh. And then after like 5, 10, 15 bad reps, you start saying to yourself, I'm screwing up here. Now it starts getting in your head. So mm -hmm. um, it's just a, it's another tool in the toolbox here, what you're explaining for training purposes. But mm -hmm. the overall message too is um, get your reps in. Do your yeah, daily work. Sure. Practice, yeah, sure. practice, practice. And it becomes mm -hmm. uh, part of you. Yeah. One other difference is um, talking about with the gata is the pole diameter. Mm -hmm. And I found like a one and a quarter um, or a little bit larger. I think the one, one and is, a third. Yeah, one and a third maybe. Um, the one gata I was swinging, the 25 pounder, was a little more than an inch and a quarter. So having a thicker, you know, uh, larger diameter adds to the difficulty as well. Yeah. Yes. So as you go heavier yeah. with the gata, it's actually a little more challenging to swing. What happens is it goes around, it has a surprising drop in the back yeah. as you go heavy with the gata. Um, so then you've got to switch your grip. There's not as much relaxation in the grip once you go heavy. 
Yeah. So and it's, it's similar, similar with the addicts too, as right. you know, you know, you get to 30, you get to 40, you get to above that. You got to hold on to the thing <laughs> as it swings behind your head. Mm -hmm. you know. And you're saying uh, switch your grip and um, are you actually gripping it more with a death grip? Is that what you're saying? A tighter grip? I think what happens is as it goes up in weight, um, we, we think about, and I, I've got a couple of videos out there about, um, you know, kind of how your hand transitions from one side to the next mm -hmm. as you're doing a 10 to two, right? You know, one hand's in charge, the other hand's kind of floating. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. When you get, and it's probably heavier, heavier with the addicts too, but when you get heavier with the gata, uh, because the weight gets uh, uh, so much momentum, as it's getting behind your head, you got to hold on with both hands. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. It's just, okay. It's just, you just have to. Yeah. With the lighter weights, you don't. You still get that ability to kind of float those hands. But, uh, but as the weight gets up, um, you know, you, it's almost this death grip, but you got to just hold on, otherwise mm -hmm. it's going to come up. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good information. Uh, I love that. You know, um, that's useful to people um, who are interested in this sport. How long have you two been swinging goddess for? It's been about a couple of years. Um, just over two years ago, we went to uh, Lodi, New Jersey and got, uh, went through Rick certification, Rick Brown's. At and New Breed. New Breed. And New Breed, Breed Macebell, yeah. Danny and Lily and fell in love with those guys. Uh, um, and then, um, and just a little bit before that, kind of our mace journey started. And then probably a month after we, we, we made our first goddess. So, wait a minute. So you, you like quickly got into, I mean, you, you started using a mace and then you saw that there was a Rick Brown certification in New Jersey and you had a fly, you flew or drove, but whatever, you're in Minnesota. Um, that's a far <clears throat> hike. We, we were in Philly at the time. We just moved to Minnesota about a year, uh, year and okay. a half ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so it was close. How did you get into Mace initially? What was the first thing that you came across or to, who did you talk to or what did you say? We, we've probably been kettlebell folks for maybe 12 years, certified all over all that stuff. Steph's been a trainer for maybe 15 years. And um, I'm trying to think. We probably saw Rick swing something mace-wise and thought, you know, that looks interesting. We're kind of, in the end, we're both built really, really, really good for this mace and, and gotta, this big, huge club, you know, kind of feel. So we ordered, I think we ordered a, a 5, a 7, and a 10, you know, thinking, oh, that's going to be exactly what we need. <laughs> And so uh, we played around with that for a little bit. Um, I think we saw, um, saw, saw, saw a few others kind of working those initial maces. And then... Uh, we've uh, both been a big follow. You know, we follow Rick Brown for many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've seen it. We just never touched one. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing, though, was that New Jersey, Lodi was, I think, two hours away from where yeah. we were. So we grabbed one of our sons and the three of us went through both certifications and kind of, you know, and, and uh, Danny and Lily have a bunch of different maces there. And so we got to swing and, and play with a bunch of different things and yeah. kind of fell in love with it. Yeah. I just love to embrace all the styles. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's true too. You know, we Steph went through uh, Steel Mace Flow and and uh, got certified that way. And I still do a bunch of new breed stuff. Really, really like what they've got going with the you know kind of dynamic mace stuff. Yeah, you can drive that heart rate anywhere you want. You know, within about forty five seconds with some of the, the new breed stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's great. You mentioned you know. Um, steel mace flow new breed so you could you know if you want to i mean get creative you could string together a whole one hour workout 15 minutes of flow to warm up move into mm-hmm. some new breed stuff get your heart rate up and then just go grab some something heavy go and go rick brown or, or mm-hmm. whatever you exactly. want to do and then and then cool off with some more like um steel mace flow but do more of like a yoga type like hold positions more i mean it, the versatility is unbelievable and the depth that you could go in is unbelievable so i mean it's almost like too good to be true sometimes right yeah and and it's fun i mean so that's part of this too is all three styles are fun and interesting and so you know almost each day you've got that option to well what do you want to do today we call it something i call it a yeah exactly swing swing everything you know (laughs) we've been we've been at home depot and swung it, you know, swung everything, everything you can find. <laughs> and have you uh, been teaching anybody in your area? Do you have classes, or is this just something you personally? We've done uh, we've done both. Steph does uh, some online uh, coaching and has some students online. And then in Minneapolis, here we've uh, connected with a local gym owner uh, Christian Dotton, who um, has got a pretty good sized group they uh, they've done some steel mace uh, and then about six months ago we connected with him he picked up some goddess and now he's got a group here as well we just swung with him in the park uh you know with COVID-19 we're not Little out kettlebell much. juggling yeah <laughs> yeah we swung with him and did kettlebell <laughs> juggling in the park this last uh, last week oh okay so you did like a combination class of kettlebells and mace mm-hmm. yeah I mean, yeah. they go hand in hand. And that's, you know, that's interesting. You guys do come from a kettlebell background. Rick comes from a kettlebell background. I never used kettlebells, but I started using the steel mace because um, just I, somebody said it's good for your shoulders. It seems like your upper back yeah. is, is tight. Why don't you try this? And, I, and like literally within 10 swings, I knew I was onto something. And now mm-hmm. I'm getting into kettlebells. They are, they are definitely, um, you know, sister and brother or whatever you want to call it. They're in the same family. You know, if you're into one, you're probably into the other or you will get into. And that's great that you're able to, you know, to teach it. What's your favorite part about teaching um, either kettlebell or steel mace? I think for me, I actually think that teaching the God is kind of the interesting thing. I mean, steel mace is good. It takes a little while to kind of remember the patterns, get through the movements. Um, swinging a, a 40 inch steel mace is actually, 360 in a 40 inch steel mace is actually kind of harder than a little bit longer gata. But when you put one of these uh, gatas in somebody's hand, even a 10 pound or 15 pound, and uh, Steph's done it with, through Lori Verda, a couple of her uh, students, they've picked them up and you just watch them swing them and you watch their face light up. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, you yeah. want to talk about that a little? Um, 
Sure. So the coolest thing is there's a lot of people who are very experienced with the steel mace and they've never even 360'd a gata. And so to see someone pick up a gata for the first time and maybe they'll pendulum and get the feel for it. But the first, like that first swing is like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's so much fun. Yeah, you know, you, you chuck it over your shoulder and hold on and, you know, and it's cool. It, uh, so that's been really fun. It's fun to see the light bulb go on. It's really fun. Yeah, I think um, everybody experiences the same thing. That's why I asked um, when you first, when you teach somebody their first 360, that, that mm -hmm. look in their face, it is, it is yeah. the same it's because incredible. there's that little bit of apprehension there's a little bit of stress around their eyes. You know, you can see they're really mm -hmm. concentrating hard. And then they swing, and it's, it's like a kid who has a, their first bite of a cookie. <laughs> their eyes light up, and they go, oh. And then they don't even realize it just happened. They're like, wait, did That's I right. just do that? Our <laughs> first bite like, of bacon. And you're like, <laughs> right, first bite of bacon. And it's, it's amazing. It's, just, it's the same thing. So that's, um, that's a really cool feeling. and. Um, it's one of the things I enjoy most about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, the steel mace and the gata both, it's, it's so great. It's therapeutic for the mind. I mean, that, that is a huge thing for me, you know, to use it as a, a meditative form of movement. Yeah. Yeah. The, you, know. you know, it's been fun. It's been fun kind of learning everything and then being able to share that. Uh, I'm doing a ton of Indian clubs now. Uh, we spent some time over the last, couple of years kind of picking up that as well um and so it's a it's a it's been really fun yeah i was checking out a lot of your indian club stuff and and um the, the patterns are unbelievable mm -hmm. and then when you start doing things where uh one arm's going in one route and the other arm's going in another <laughs> route <laughs> I know. i'm like don't add a piece of gum into that because it's just gonna <laughs> get haywire <laughs> that's right yeah it uh it's been fun it's it's a uh, again kind of a meditative uh, approach or can be um i had an issue about a year and a half ago at a small stroke as crazy as that is um recovered really strong and really well and was looking for something to kind of challenge the mind a little bit you know it's kind of like playing piano right hand's doing something left hand's doing something else right i could never play piano but um, picked up Indian clubs and uh, went through a couple certifications, learned from some really good people, mm -hmm. and then uh, just started working on, you know, the basic patterns and adding one, adding one thing, adding one thing. And uh, after a while, your mind kind of adapts and separates your right from your left. Doesn't happen right away. Yeah. But, uh, but that's been really, really good. Yeah, you definitely have to be patient with the process. Um, mm -hmm. it's, and it's hard when you're trying to initiate somebody. You're on this whole other level, and you're excited, and you're passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it does this. It does this. And, of course, everybody wants that thing, whatever it is, to be instant. Um, and then you got to kind of say, well, look, you're going to have to keep practicing for, like, maybe six <laughs> months, maybe a year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's yeah. like a oh, big letdown, but um, it's so worth it. I'm so glad I stuck with it, and um, I'm really glad that you guys are continue. 
you can see continued progression. There's no bottom to it. And that's what's so great about it, that it's something that you can lock into for a lifetime and never be bored. Yeah, exactly. And, and the tools are pretty inexpensive. You don't need a million things. Um, you can make them your, yourself, obviously. And, uh, uh, and like you say, it's, it's tools for a lifetime. Even if, you know, as I look through the Indian clubs kind of group, the people who uh, are using clubs, there's, there's a bunch that are in their 70s and 80s, you know. So these are people who are still getting benefits. I know there's a couple trainers in the, in the world that are working with people with Parkinson's, um, you know. So mm -hmm. there's some connection there that, you know, helps reconnect that, uh, that body with your mind. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like you were just saying earlier, um, passing the midline and, your, and the way you connect your, your right and your left brain. Um, yeah, I, I've heard that there's actually something going on with mace and, and people who have had strokes. So you've mentioned mm -hmm. Parkinson's. Um, I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of that in the future as, as, as it becomes more recognized. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've got uh, – kind of the group that's just going to maybe enter their 60s now. They were around when Arnold was lifting, so a bunch of us were bodybuilders back then, powerlifters back then. That was kind of our first love. Was we were both bodybuilders. And yep. Oh, okay. And, All right. Yeah, and so, you know, as now everybody's getting older, um, you know, weights change, you, you know, you're looking for other tools. Mace is phenomenal uh, fit for that. So I think you'll see a lot of people carry it forward. You know, I, I can only see it growing. Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, that's, that's, it's going to happen. And with your book uh, out, how to make your own, nobody has an excuse now. I think your book is very <laughs> affordable. Um, yeah. So why don't you tell everybody how we could pick it up? And, um, and anything else you got going on and, and, and of course, you know, how people can get in touch with you. Sure. Um, you can pick it up uh, via Instagram or Facebook, or we've got a website that's just up fit with stephanbill.com. So it's there. Um, uh, really easy to pick up kind of covers soup to nuts. And, and the goal was to try and come up with, all the tips so that your first one is perfect. Um, and they're easy to do that first one. So it's always, you know, we always think everybody should just make one, you know, even if you just make one, uh, it's still kind of a fun uh, process. Uh, and then you can get in touch with us, uh, typically on Instagram. I'm Bill Soro Sorensen uh, and Steph is? Steph Joe Sorensen. Steph Joe Sorensen. Mm -hmm. And then you can find us on Facebook with our full names. Uh, and we're pretty active. We try and get uh, a teaching post up every few days and then some workout posts, mostly on Instagram, periodically on Facebook. Okay, good. And you, the link is in your bio for the it book? It is. Yep. Okay. Link's in the bio. Okay, great. Yeah, both of yeah. our bios. Yep. <clears throat> Okay, that's great. And um, yeah, I, if anybody is uh, first meeting Bill and Steph for the first time here, yes, go check out their Instagram. It is worth it because you could see really good, tight form, the way you should be swinging, uh, sensible swings. 
Um, as we heard earlier, Steph uh, was swinging at Addicts at 40 pounds. So, um, you know, it's very doable for you. Um, and, and if you want to learn from good, good people that know how to do it, that's, that's where you check it out. Bill, Steph, thank you very much for this awesome podcast. It was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you again. Let us know about anything else in the future that you want to talk about, or if you just want to come on the podcast and tell us stories and stuff, we could do that too. <laughs> I'm open for anything. That sounds great, Fred. Thanks so Thank much you. for having us. It was an us. honor. It was an honor to be here. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yep. Thank take you, Fred. Care. All right. Take care, everybody. That's the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.